Welcome to Let's Talk Business Spring Budget Special, a three-part series where we unpack some of the key points from the 2021 budget. In this podcast, Ian Workman, co-head of SME UK at Barclays, talks to Hannah Bernard, head of business banking at Barclays, about the impact some of these announcements might have for businesses. Here's Ian. Hi, everyone, and welcome to our podcast looking at the recent budget and what it could mean for your business. I'm Ian Workman. I'm a member of the business banking team here at Barclays, and I'm really delighted to be joined by Hannah Bernard, Barclays Head of Business Banking. So, Hannah, let's get straight into it. What did you think about the Chancellor's budget? I think it's a really interesting budget, Ian. So plenty of help for businesses for the immediate term, and then obviously a lot of indications the Chancellor's starting to think about how we can start to generate additional growth in the economy going forward. I think a lot of businesses are like to feel very relieved with some of the measures announced. We're aware that many businesses have been concerned about cash flow over the coming weeks whilst we've still got lockdown impacts, and particularly for those in hospitality and leisure and non-essential retail and their supply chains. And I think the measures announced will address many, if not all, of those. Yeah, and it's interesting you mentioned lockdown there, Hannah. We know one of the big things that has been there to support businesses and employment in more general is furlough. So any thoughts on, on what you said on that yesterday? Yeah, well, this was, you know, very welcomed, I think. Furlough scheme was due to come to an end in the end of June and now it's been extended until the end of September. So that's great news for many. There'll be no change for employees. They'll get paid 80% of their salary until the scheme ends. And then for employers, as businesses reopen, they will be asked to contribute to the cost of paying for their furloughed employees. So no change until July. And then when businesses will start to then be asked for a 10% contribution, which will rise to 20% as we get into August and September. Thanks. And and we know that some of the biggest industries that have been impacted are in retail, hospitality and leisure and business. What, what was in the budget for them? Business rates holiday has been extended until the end of June for retail, hospitality and leisure. And then after that, business rates will continue to be discounted by two thirds up to a value of two million pounds for those that remain closed. A lower cap will be offered for those that are actually open. And then the other one, which is significant for hospitality and tourism, will be the VAT rate of 5% has been extended for an additional six months up until the end of September. And then after that, there'll be an interim rate of 12.5% for another six months until the standard rate applies of 20% from April next year. So really just a nice gradual increase before we get back to normal there. And I guess if we think more widely across the whole of the business sector and some of the financial assistance that's been available for businesses, anything that you, you want to draw out there? I think let's touch on business loans. So, of course, many customers have taken advantage of bounce back or the coronavirus business interruption loan scheme, otherwise known as Sybils, and they've already, a lot of obviously accessed that funding source already. Those schemes end at the end of March. So any customers that haven't yet applied or want to take advantage of that have got probably just a couple of weeks to get their application in. Lenders will be able to then process it beyond the deadline, but it's important that we get the application made before the deadline. And then there's a new scheme that's been announced, which will be operational from the 6th of April, which will be open to businesses, even if they've previously taken out a bounce back or a Sybil's loan. Subject to affordability requirements, of course, businesses can then apply for that additional borrowing if they want to fund investment and growth. The loans will be 25000 up to £10 million, and the scheme will run till the end of this year, and it's backed with a guarantee to lenders of up to 80%. Hannah, we know that there are lots of self-employed sole traders out there. Anything in the budget for them? 
Yes, so there's an estimated 600,000 more self-employed people eligible for the self-employed income support scheme. And that's as long as they filed a tax return by midnight on March the 2nd. So a fourth grant covering February to April, and that gets claimed at the end of April. Um, that's going to pay 80% of the three-month average profits capped at £7,500. And then a fifth grant covering May to September can be claimed in late July. And that's worth the same as the fourth grant for businesses whose turnover has fallen by 30% or more. Those businesses where turnover has fallen by less than 30%, it will still be worth 30% of a three-month average profits capped at 2850 A lot of numbers there, Ian. Apologies, but there's more support available and it's better to check on the website. Thanks, Hannah. And, you know, as you said, some great support there for business. And as you say, people want help, please come and talk to us. Please visit our webpage, barclays.co.uk forward slash business banking. So Hannah, lots of support there for business, which is obviously going to cost the country a lot of money. And the Chancellor referred to that eventually he's going to have to balance the books and in particular impacts on, on corporation tax. And there's some other things around additional tax relief for companies and also some things around investments. So Hannah, I thought it might be useful if you could just explain what's planned on that taxation front for us. Yeah, thanks. So in the first place, let's talk about corporation tax. So from April 2023, the rate of corporation tax will increase from 19% to 25%. So there's no immediate change as we get the economy back on its feet. But the change that comes in will take effect for the tax year 2022 to 2023. The good news is for small businesses, there will be a small business tax rate that shields small businesses with profits of less than £50,000, and they will continue to pay the current rate of 19%. Now, the Chancellor estimates this means 1.4 million businesses or around 70% of companies will be unaffected by that corporation tax rise. The rate for businesses with profits above that level will be tapered, so only companies with profits of £250,000 or more will be taxed at the highest 25% rate. Now, you talked about tax losses, Ian. So tax streams of losses for the next two years, businesses will be able to carry back losses of up to £2 million for three years. So this means companies can now claim additional tax refunds of up to £760,000. And then finally, the Chancellor talked about this kind of new super deduction. So he called it a radical new super deduction tax incentive. And this is about gaining tax relief of up to 130% against companies' investments. And so he used an example. And so he said, under the existing rules, a construction firm buying £10 million of new equipment could reduce their taxable income in the year they invest by just £2.6 million. But with this new super deduction, it can now be reduced by £13 million. So it's a significant tax incentive for those companies that are looking to invest. Mm, absolutely. And, you know, really, really encouraging businesses to invest for the future as well. So Hannah's covered off some of the taxation implications there. If you want to learn more about that, please look at one of our other podcasts for the budget series. And that's with Glenn Collins from the ACCA, where we talk a little bit more about the tax implications of the budget. So please look out for that as well. And additionally, please keep an eye out for our other podcast with Juliet Rogan, who talks about the impact on high growth industries and in particular some of these investment opportunities available. So Hannah, moving a bit longer term now, you had some interesting policies to help kickstart growth. And I'm just interested in your thoughts on that. Yeah, so if we start, first of all, with the restart grants, so a package of new one-off restart grants, £6,000 per premises for non-essential retail businesses and up to £18,000 per premise for hospitality, leisure and personal care businesses such as hairdressers. So as before, there'll be an additional allocation for SMEs who don't meet standard criteria 
and are awarded under a discretionary scheme by the local authority. As with previous schemes, these grants will be dispensed by the local authorities in which the qualifying premise and businesses are located and they become available from April. Now, in the meantime, we know a large amount of previous grant funding remains unpaid and some of this has a deadline for claiming. So ensuring that you've claimed all grants available to date will actually make the payment of new grants to you more swift and certain. So I would urge any business to check on their local authority website to ensure they've submitted their claim in a timely way. A bit of time spent on this could unlock thousands of pounds in non-repayable free grant funding for those that qualify. So remember, a claim needs to be made for each qualifying premise in each local authority area that it's located in. That's the position for English-based businesses. As before, funding allocations have gone to the devolved nations, and we expect that similar grant distribution schemes will be announced there. The second one was about the levelling up fund. So the government's launching the prospectus for a £4.8 billion levelling up fund alongside the budget. And this fund will invest in infrastructure that improves everyday life across the UK, including town centre and high street regeneration, local transport projects and cultural and heritage assets. So if you're interested, we should obviously look at that up on the gov.uk website. And then finally, Freeports, another big initiative announced by the government. So they're going to create eight new Freeports in England. And these are areas where businesses could benefit from more generous tax relief, uh, simplified customs procedures and some wider government support. Thanks, Hannah. So we also saw some interesting announcements on wages, recruitment and training, didn't we? I just, again, interested, you know, what's available for SMEs in particular and anything maybe they should be looking out for? Ian, so the first thing they should look out for is the potential increase to their staffing bill because of the increase to the national living wage. So I'll start with that. That's going to increase by 2.2% from £8.72 to £8.91 an hour from April and will be extended to 23 and 24-year-olds for the first time. There are also some details of some promising schemes to help businesses boost productivity by employing the people they need and increasing skills and technology within their businesses. So the first one I'd point out, Ian, is apprenticeships. So doubling the incentive payments to businesses now to £3,000 for all apprentice hires of any age. So that's pretty significant. The other two I'd call out actually are the Chancellor called a Help to Grow Management Training Scheme and a Help to Grow Digital Programme, both about upskilling the businesses and and their ability to grow as we go through the, the economic recovery. And we're proud to partner with the government on their Help to Grow Training Initiative, which is going to deliver management training from top business schools to business owners across the UK. And Barclays, as you know, has invested in skills for a number of years through things like our recent Back to Business programme that we did in conjunction with Cambridge Judge Business School and also events that we regularly hold through our Eagle Lab network. So we're really looking forward to building on this and helping the government on the rollout of this initiative. Yeah, those schemes sound fantastic. And if you'd like to find out more information on that, Juliet talks in a lot more detail on our other podcast in the series on high growth and entrepreneurs. So please look out for that podcast with Juliet Brogan. So Hannah, we know that some businesses have fared far better than expected over the last 12 months. I guess I'm interested, what are the key takeaways from this budget for those businesses? Well, I think it's definitely a budget that is promoting investment and there to support growth. So I'd encourage businesses to visit our website and find out how we can support them with that. And obviously look through all of the budget incentives that have just been announced that we've just talked through. There's a lot there. So now is a great time to invest. Absolutely. And and for more information, as I say, please visit the website barclays.co.uk forward slash business. And also, Hannah, you know, going to the other extreme now, I mentioned earlier that, you know, there's a lot of businesses that have found this really tough. 
you know, furlough, lockdown, etc. It's, it's put a huge, huge burden on business. If businesses are struggling and, and really, really trying to keep their head about water, what helps available for them? Well, Ian, we've got a huge range of support and we're here for our customers and it's very important to us that we kind of all pull together through this. But lots of avenues for support. I'd encourage you in the first instance to talk to us and particularly if you're worried about paying bounce back loan, there's going to be more communication over that over the next month to talk through the new pay as you grow features that are available and how people can access them. In fact, there's a calculator available now on our website that allows people to go in and just kind of model through what the repayments would look like if they were to take any of those product features. And then of course, they'll be able to access those options and request them two months in advance of their first payment. But there's a lots of flexibility there in terms of repaying them. And as I say, on the website, lots of help and support. And if you're in at all any concern about your ability to repay, then please just come and talk to us. Thanks, Hannah. Well, our time is just about up. And thanks, Hannah, again, for giving us your time today and providing such excellent insights. Everyone, please look out for our other podcasts in this series, in particular with Juliet talking on high growth entrepreneurs and with Glenn talking about the taxation implications following the budget announcements. And if your business is affected by any of the issues we've discussed on this podcast, please do reach out and talk to us about the ways in which we can help you in the months ahead. Thanks for listening and goodbye. Thank you for listening to this Let's Talk Business Spring Budget Special. You'll find all the podcasts in our 2021 budget series in our Let's Talk Business channel on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, or wherever you get your podcasts. For more information on how we can support you in your business, visit barclays.co.uk forward slash business. We also have regular Let's Talk Agriculture, Let's Talk Brokers, and Let's Talk Real Estate podcasts, featuring the latest market insights and delving deeper into other important topics and issues. Make money work for you. We're not responsible for, nor do we endorse, in any way, third-party websites or their content. The views and opinions expressed in this content don't necessarily reflect the views of Barclays Bank UK PLC, nor should they be taken as statements of policy or intent of Barclays Bank UK PLC. Barclays Bank UK PLC takes no responsibility for the veracity of information intimated by a third party, and no warranties or undertakings of any kind, whether expressed or implied, regarding the accuracy or completeness of the information given. Barclays Bank UK PLC takes no liability for the impact of any decisions made based on information contained and views expressed and does not provide tax advice. Barclays Bank UK PLC, authorised by the Prudential Regulation Authority and regulated by the Financial Conduct Authority and the Prudential Regulation Authority.